Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three and one to Ryan Howard. Well hit to the opposite field. Out of here! Three-run home run, Ryan Howard. Number 58 for the big man. Move over, double X. Ryan has joined you. 58 home runs, and the Phillies lead it 4 to nothing. The most in Philadelphia baseball history. Oh, goosebumps, Jody McDonald, goosebumps. That is... 2006, Ryan Howard having one of the great seasons anybody ever had in a Phillies uniform, his 58th home run of the season, franchise record. Things were looking great, and per one of our friends, I'll get to this in a second, one of the great calls in Phillies history. This hour is sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. Jody, you and I knew our next guest when he was just kind of a slob of a uh, producer for us, right, way back in the Uh day? It has that much changed over the years? We know it was 16 years ago that Ryan Howard hit that home run. It was 16 years ago that, uh, yes, he was working with us on a day-in, day-out basis. Yeah, not that much has changed. Well, he's now, listen, he's now got the, the Snow the Goalie podcast, the Press Row Show. He's an actor, director, star by night. Anthony Sanfilippo is our guest. How are you doing, pal? Well, you know, I was sitting here, guys, right before the break, um, sympathizing with your previous caller because when I was your remote producer, I used to get that hairy eyeball from Glenn pretty much every 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah I can do it. I, I, I definitely can express anger without saying a word. It's why you've trained me to be a thespian, Anthony, and I appreciate it. There you that. go. There you go. All right, so you are doing a, bra- a, a terrific project for what website? For crossingbroad.com. There you go. There you go, where you are doing the 50 greatest calls in Philly's history. Before we get to some of them, it turns out Jody's got a little bit of a problem with this. Uh-oh. Yeah, here we go. I, I said this earlier that uh, it, it's it's very entertaining, and yeah, I can't wait for the next group to come out. You've released it in uh, groups, and you're teasing everybody. It's very well done, but I just can't believe it's you that it's as good as it is, and you are the deciding <laughs> factor for this to put them in the order that it is. That's my only question. Uh, how have you done such a good job? Well, thanks, Joe. I appreciate, I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> it's a, it's uh, kind of a double-edged you know, sort of a question. Yeah. yeah no, the, the, the point of it is, is that it, it actually started from just a, I was having a conversation with both of my sons a few weeks back, just kind of like you know, talking about um, great Phillies calls. And so I started thinking about it. I said, I'm going to make a list. And I was originally just going to make a list of the top 10. 
And when I sat down about an hour later, I had a list just from memory of 34. Um, and then I thought, man, if I could come up with that many off the top of my head, maybe this would be a good little series for the website. And then, of course, Sunday came, and last Sunday when they beat the Angels, and those two calls were fantastic, both on uh, TV and radio. And I reached out to Kevin Kincaid, our, our editor, and I said, hey, Kev, I mean, I have this list. What do you think? And he said, absolutely, let's go. It's really timely. And so it just, it just worked. I did a little bit more research to get it up to, up to 50. Um, and then I just decided to rank them based on the calls themselves, not so much the moments, uh, but just basically the, the wording that was used the emotion of the moment uh, for the for the uh, broadcasters. And then, of course, as we get down to the top 20 here, I think you guys will agree that when you remember a call and you remember the actual line that was used and it is referred to by that line even to this day, yeah. I think that's what makes it great because you remember that. Right? Right. So that's where we're going to be getting to in the top 20. All right. Well, so you, you're doing them, as Jody said, in uh, groups of 10 – you started, I guess, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You'll pick up Monday. I want to play one of them. This is the end of Roy Halladay's perfect game uh, against the Marlins. Uh, Vince, fire it up. Back up onto the mound. Huh. Tucks the baseball in his right hand. Now into the glove. Holds it in front of the letters. Nods yes. The wind. The one-two pitch. Swing and a ground ball. Left side. Castro's got it. Spins. Throws. Yeah. He got him. A perfect game for Roy Halladay. 27 up and 27 down. Halliday is mobbed at the mound as the Phillies celebrate perfection tonight in Miami. All right. Amazing job by Scott Fransky. You hear a little L.A. percussion in there. Uh, I think you and I were in the same place when that game was pitched. Yeah, and that's the funny thing, Jody, is that we were in um, Chicago the same night, and we did not, I did not see one pitch of it when it happened, nor did you because we were at game one of the 2010 Stanley Cup final between the Flyers and the Blackhawks. And the story that I tell them in there was really kind of an interesting one is I was working for the Daily Times, Delaware County at that time, and I was sitting next to my sports editor, Rob Parent, who was there covering the the finals as well. And I pointed it out to him in like the fourth or fifth inning, and he was like, ah, it's still too early to worry about it. By the seventh inning, it was like, okay, what do we put on the back page tomorrow? Do we put Halliday's perfect game, or do we put game one of the Stanley Cup final? And, you know, we had decided, I guess, you know, if, if they both, if it happened, and then the Flyers won, it would be a split back. Um, but if the Flyers lost and the perfect game happened, it was going to be all dock. And it was the right call. It was absolutely the right call because, what, there's only been 21 or 22 in the history of the game. That was number 20. It was only the second one in the history of the Phillies. Um, and, and, look, I don't want to take anything away from Tom McCarthy's call. McCarthy got a great call as well. The thing that I love about Fransky's call there, Glenn and Jody, is that you know it's a big moment when Scott starts describing, like, second by second, and he's talking about how he, he's holding the ball and he's holding it in his glove in front of him. And it, when Doc threw the no-hitter, he, he identified the time of day and, yes. you know, where they were at. I mean, it, things like that are, are what makes you remember the call. That's why it was such a such an iconic call. He's, setting up, the, he's setting up the historical moment. He's smart enough yeah. to do that. All right, Anthony, yeah. let me go a little inside baseball on you um, yeah. because you did, a, as I said, shockingly so to me, you've done a phenomenal job with this, um, and you're going back and forth between radio and television calls. 
they're two distinctly different calls. Your job as a radio broadcaster is different than it is of yeah. a play-by-play guy doing television because you've got pictures to tell some of the story. And if you're just continually talking over it, you might be judged as a guy who talks too much, whereas on the radio, you need to put every single aspect of the call in its proper perspective. How did you balance that in your own mind, comparing a radio call to a television call of the same moment? Yeah, you're 100% correct. Because in, in, you have to paint a little bit different of a picture. Use different colors, I, I would say, if you're trying to make a uh, give it an image. You have to give, use different colors on the radio than you do on television, right? Because you have the assistance of, being, of, of the audience being able to see what's happening uh, when you're on TV. Although there are times on television where you're seeing something because it's not quite on camera yet. So in the moment, you might be describing something that the audience hasn't seen yet. So there is that, that delicate balance as well. But you're right. Overall, the radio call is a little bit, you have to be a little bit more, uh, give, give a little bit more to it because they can't see it at all uh, and, and won't until they get in front, of a, in front of a TV or in front of their computer later. Whereas on television, yeah, there's a real chance that they're watching right there with you. Uh, but the, the, I think the excitement build on television, which is what made Harry so great um, as, a, as a broadcaster, is he, he, would, he was so good at anticipating what was going to happen. I, I think I pointed it out in um, uh, one of the Inside the Park home runs by Bobby Abreu mm. on the list mm-hmm. that he has, it's a fly ball to center. As soon as that kicks off the center fielder's glove, you, Harry knows at that moment this could end the ball game. And so you could feel the, the, the building of it to the climax. And then, of course, there's a play at the plate, and he goes crazy. So it's, it's just uh, identifying and understanding the moment and where it fits in the game. And I, you have, it, it takes a special gene, I think, for broadcasting. And we've had some great ones here in Philadelphia. We have. Uh, let me play one more that you put in there. It's a, it's a Harry moment. Uh, uh-huh. And it's, it's the Aaron Rowan face yeah. against the outfield wall catch. Uh, Kyle, fire that one up. Driven to deep center field. Rowan back. Are you kidding me? Oh, what a catch. What a great, great, perhaps game-saving catch by Aaron Rowan. An incredible play by Rowan. Well, first of all, I like that the band is playing music as, as they do this. Uh, <laughs> but... I mean, you're so right. It's kind of what Jody said and what you picked up, which is with Harry and with Fransky, you hear their voices pick up when it's about to be a great moment, and it just pulls you in as a viewer or a listener. And that, that to me, I mean, I, I think most people remember the play. It's when Aaron Rowan caught the ball, slammed into the outfield fence, held the ball, did the whole for who, for what, for the, the fans, for my teammates, and made him a hero forever. Yeah, and what I love the most about that call, Glenn, is that, you know, that's kind of towards the end of you – know, Harry, Harry hadn't lost his fastball, but it was, it was no longer 97. It was probably like 94 at that point, right, um, at, towards, toward the end of his career. And so the, the way that the play unfolds, he, I don't think he was 100% sure at the moment that Rowan caught it that he held onto the ball. And I think Larry Anderson really helps in this, in this case by saying, oh, what a great catch – because yep. it allows Harry to give that extra second to think about how he's going to now describe the fact that Rowan made the catch. And so that's great work as a team there. And I think that's what makes, that's what makes the call so good, is Harry has it built. L.A. helps him, but doesn't go too far. 
and Harry then kicks it the rest of the way. I think that's what makes the call so special. And, Anthony, over the entire 50-call uh, list, and we've still got a couple more to wait to be able to compare it to, a bunch of different uh, color analysts on both the radio and the TV side, so you get to comp them in a little bit. Uh, how much did you lean on what that – you're right. In that call we just played, it was short, it was sweet, it was so to the point it was perfect with L.A. How much did the color analysts – contribution factor into the way you put the list together well, yeah I, I think a lot of times Joe if I was if I was debating between uh, two or three calls and there was a color analyst uh, contribution to it I, I favored the, that call over another because of the color analyst adding adding something to it that's that's really unique and really special um, I think that the uh, Gary Matthews home run in the 1983 World Series for example Whitey Ashburn says um, he just stood there and looked at it. And it's interesting because nowadays when somebody hits a home run, they all stand there yeah. and look at it, right? <laughs> Back in 1983, that wasn't a thing, right? That yeah. was not a thing to kind of admire your home run. Um, and so him pointing that out, and again, that's a radio call because that was the NLCS, so that was national television. So that's a radio call. So for him to point that out is really kind of like, oh, wow, how about that, that he looked at it and added something that you couldn't see. So, so I think in those cases where it was close between two or three, if the, if the color analyst gave me something, I went with them. Uh, I put that a little bit higher. Anthony Sanfilippo, I guess you can follow him on Twitter at Ant San Philly. You can read this on Crossing Broad. Right, a couple, a couple of quick things. Um, it's mostly Harry and Fransky, um, Whitey, L.A. I'm trying to think of some some Tom McCarthy on TV. But a couple other broadcasters kind of snuck their way in from Philadelphia and from elsewhere, correct? Yeah, I mean, so far on the list, I mean, I think you got a, you got a Chris Berman, um, which I thought was a great call because it was back before he was mainstream. It was back before when ESPN he was, was still kind of in its, yeah, it was kind of its earlier days. Berman uh, call in there, um, I, and I can promise you that there's a couple more. We had the, uh, I guess on the list, we had the uh, the one that's going to be on part of your show tomorrow. As a matter of fact. Uh, the Jim Rooker call, which yes. wasn't even a great call, but it was the whole if they <laughs> if they if they blow this game, I'll walk home. Um, and then the Phillies come back from a ten nothing deficit, and you know he had to walk back from Philadelphia. To yeah, Pittsburgh, we so. we do we we celebrate that one uh, tomorrow. Um, yeah, so I mean, so yeah, there are there are calls, and I will say, I think I had the first one yesterday, but there are a few calls on this list that maybe weren't in favor of the Phillies. But it occurred in a Phillies game. Oh, uh, I, can I, I do it? Can I do the line? Go right All ahead. the runs are unearned, but so what? Yeah. <laughs> Every the Phillies Craig fan Vigio. remembers that. We got two thousand six. What year was that? Two thousand five, I believe, was that that was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so, Anthony. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Before you, before you go, Jody. Cut. Go for a Kyle. <laughs> I mean, just price had to, just had, price you had to, to put it in. That yeah. is outstanding. All right, Anthony, very much looking to the uh, forward to the end of the list. What we got you, we got to get a uh, flyer question or two in with you. Uh, sure. Which one is going to happen first? Rob Thompson will lose a game that he manages, or the Flyers will name their next head coach? 
<laughs> if, if I had to put a bet on that, Julie, I would say Rob Thompson will lose a game Damn. before the Flyers pick the coach. And the only reason I'm going to say that is, um, you know, there's only a couple days here left um, before the start of the Stanley Cup final next week. And the NHL kind of has a unwritten rule that, you know, you don't break any news for your own team to, to distract from the Stanley Cup final. So I think the teams would have to wait to announce all the coaching hirings until after the Stanley Cup was over. Uh, so that's why I would suggest that that's going to go on a little bit longer than, than Rob uh, Thompson's streak is here for the Phillies. Um, but it is possible. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I think that there's one big uh, domino that needs to fall, and that's Barry Trotz deciding where he wants to coach. Uh, and it could be here. I don't think the Flyers are the favorite. But I think that they're still in the kind of in the mix uh, for him, and and once he makes that call, makes that decision, I think that's when we'll see all the teams in the NHL because there's five or six openings right now. I think that it'll be one right after another, after another, after another at that point. All right. So if I had to bet on one guy for the Flyers at this point, uh, and I, let's the candidates are Trotz, as you said, John Tortorella, Jody's favorite guy. Jody has a great Tortorella story. We'll tell that later. Uh, local favorite Jim Tockett, uh, Paul uh, Bruce Cassidy, right? The Bruins coach got fired. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Anybody else I'm leaving out? Well, they've they've interviewed a few. I mean, um, I would say that first and foremost, first and foremost, I'll say this just so I know it's going to upset a lot of local fans, but Rick Tockett will not be the next head coach. Okay. Uh, I can tell you that with 100 percent certainty. But I think that if Barry Trotz says no, I I, I would lean. Hardly toward Tortorella. From what I've been able to glean, from what I've been able to glean from a number of people, there's just a lot of people in the organization who like him, who want him here. I'm not sure Chuck Fletcher, who's the general manager, thinks he's the next best choice. But there's so many other people who like him, and he wants. The most important thing is, guys, he wants this job mm. more than any other. Like mm. the, the other coaches that they're interviewing, they're interviewing elsewhere, and they're saying, "Well, I mean, Flyers might be number two or number three on the list." No, no. For Tortorella, the Flyers are number one, and so a, I, I think that's a good matchup, and I think that that's probably where they would where they would go next if Trot says no. As a All member right. of the Philadelphia media, how do you feel about that? I would be for us. It would be fantastic. Okay. It would be, it would be like bringing Ken. It would be like bringing Ken Hitchcock back. Okay. Like it would be. Jody, that, it would be that good. You get right. last question, Joe. Yeah, last thing. Um, you said Tockett not happening. Because the Flyers yeah. have determined he's not their guy, or Rick Tockett has determined the Flyers aren't his uh, most uh, favorable landing spot. I think Tockett would be interested. I think that I think, in all honesty, when they interviewed him, I think it was more of a courtesy interview than anything else. I don't think that they had him rated very high on their list for a head coaching position. Um, could I see them potentially saying to Tockett if he doesn't get a head coaching job somewhere, would you be interested in being an assistant coach? Um, I think that's a, a potential thing, but if you're Rick Tockett, you give up the great gig you got on TNT right now um, with that studio show, which is doing really, really well for hockey, to just be an assistant coach for a rebuilding franchise. I, I don't necessarily know if I do. I think I think Tockett would rather stick with TV in that case. All right, Anthony Sanfilippo, uh, you have the 20 best calls yet to go. Uh, Jody uh, doesn't have that much faith in your own ability to do it, but I think we agree. So far, it's I'm, been good. I'm like a proud papa who yeah. didn't think his son was as good as he is. Okay, well, there you go. And I, I'm expecting, I, and I know you don't want to give it away, but I'm expecting yeah. 
both Jimmy Rollins and um, Matt Stairs are going to make my top five. Is that a fair fair guess? I will say this: uh. you can you can you, you don't have to hold your uh, hold your breath on Monday to see those. They'll 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 both be in Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, uh, good. Oh, well, there oh, you go. Oh, 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 by the way, I'd bet more on Chase Utley, but that's just me. Okay. World bleeping champions? No, probably not. That. No, but no, yes, no, no, I know, no, no, I know, no, no. I know. Hey, Anthony, it's yeah. a pleasure. Thanks so much. Hey, guys, anytime. Thanks for having me. Thanks, right, see you. Really good series that he's done on that thing. Really fun to watch. Uh, uh, and as I'm pimping Anthony, he goes out the door. That that had to take. He, he mentioned that he had like 34 off the top. He said of his he put head. it together in a day. God bless. For me, that would be like three weeks of research and work to oh, get through and crowdsourcing. Man. Holy mackerel. Yeah, this is where I would use Twitter. Hey, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I've written books that way. All right. Uh, Jim and Phoenix will hang in. We'll get you coming up on the other side. Um, and anybody else wants to call 215-592-9494. We'll get Jody's reaction to Tortorella being the lead candidate. I know how fond you are of him. Uh, and we look forward to talking to everybody. With Jody McDonald, I'm Glenn Mack. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.